Welcome, Divine Expander, to The Riley June Show. As your host, I am dedicated to helping you unlock your soul's gifts, consciousness, and live a life of true divine expansion. As a psychic medium, spiritual mentor, and conscious healer, I have learned through self-practice and activating thousands of women with my work what it's like to truly harness and embody your soul's gifts. If you're looking for self-mastery, life purpose, and the confidence to live life aligned, you've come to the right place. Now let's dive in and lean into your soul's truth in all ways. Welcome to part four of our Ascension series today. We have our special guest, Amanda Merritt, with us, and we're going to be talking about all things, how to grow through being in all the muck of life. And if that's where you are right now, then this episode is definitely designed for you because one of the Ascension symptoms that we experience is feeling like somehow, some way, everything fell apart at our feet and we don't know how or where to pick ourselves up. And so as we dive into this session today, I am so excited for you to be able to take away a higher perspective and ultimately understanding why it's so powerful for you as you go through this ascension journey and rewrite your story and heal yourself. Make sure to stick around at the end where I share details about the ascension program and I cannot wait for you to tune into this series today. All right, welcome back, my lovely expanders. I am so excited for this session today because I have a beautiful, magnetic, and illuminated woman, Amanda Merritt, with us today. And we're going to be talking all about ascension. Everyone's favorite topic right now, the hot topic of conversation, is we are moving through new levels of energy and consciousness. And I am just so excited to see where spirit guides us and takes us and leads us today. So, Amanda, thank you so much for being here with us today. Riley, it is such an honor to be on the show with you. And I, I'm so excited for this conversation. I'm just grateful for you. Ditto. So Amanda, I would <laughs> love for you to start off by just giving everyone an intro, who you are, what you do. Um, and then you all are going to want to go follow her because you, uh, you will just gain so much from being in her energy and being a part of her world. So I'm, I'm just so over the moon to share you with everyone today. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I will start off by saying that I, it's so hard for me to sum up exactly what I do. I'm sure Riley, you have this theme. It's like, how do we sum this up? So I'm going to tell you what I'm passionate about. So I am really, really passionate about helping mission-driven women step into their highest selves. I train spiritual coaches. I have a coaching certification. I also support female and male now starting entrepreneurs who want to be their highest selves as leaders and make a lot of money doing what they love in the world. So part of what I came here to do is step you into the most expansive reality that you can have as a leader, as a light worker, as someone who's really here to change the planet. So 
that's what I would say Apple do, that I do overall. Um, there's so much that obviously goes into that, which I, I'm excited to get into today, the, the ascension process. It's like, how do we even step on this journey? How do we even step into spiritual leadership or, right? How do we, how do we take those steps forward and what actually happens behind the curtain? Because <laughs> it's not just all about mantras and meditation. There's yeah. so much more that goes into this whole spiritual expansion journey and it's beautiful and it's, but it's wild. And sometimes it's deep. And sometimes you feel like you're sitting in the middle of the mud. Other times it's so magical. You, you, you want to fly out of your body. Like I was telling you, I felt like last <laughs> night in bed. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm excited to share, share more and see where this, where spirit takes us today. Oh, I love it. I love at the beginning of my interviews with anyone or really even anytime I do an episode is it starts off very slow and I'm kind of gathering the energy of the momentum and where we're going and then spirit uh -huh. floods in and it's like, boom, here we go. So let's start off by yeah. just talking about like, what even led you to this space? Because a lot of my clients and a lot of people who listen to the show, they're really just starting to dip their toes in the water. They've started to realize things like, oh, well, actually I'm intuitive. I'm not crazy. And, oh, I might have psychic gifts. And I wonder what that looks like. Or, you know, I've really mm -hmm. always had a passion to help people, but I don't know what that looks like. Or the best question is, what is my purpose in life and the meaning to my life? And how the heck do I figure it out? So what was some of those beginning stages for you? Like beginning, beginning stages for you that really, um, that you really started to become conscious aware that there was something else going on in the world and, and, and in life that mm -hmm. you were really, that was starting to draw, you now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I wish, I wish I could pinpoint like the very first moment, but some of the beginning stages for me was just knowing that there was more, I was always fascinated with the unseen world, knowing that there's, there's more than meets the eye in this physical planet. I was drawn to angels and I just always loved like psychology classes and learning about like human nature. And I always felt different. Like I always felt different, not in an, Oh, I'm better than everyone. Wait in a, I don't feel like I'm of this world. Like I always felt like I was observing people, observing how, how humans were moving through life. And I didn't understand. I didn't understand why people were so angry. And I just, I never liked confrontation or drama or anything. Like I always felt like I was just witnessing people like acting amok, you know, yeah. <laughs> running amok. And I'm like, oh, what's happening in this life? And at the same time, I'm, I was always very sensitive, shy, quiet, not confident, like hid behind my mom growing up. Like I was super sensitive and I, unbeknownst to me, I would take on all the energy of the world outside of me. And so growing up, you know, I had a pretty decent childhood and parents who loved me, but of course had my own stuff to work through and heal from along the way. But really like looking back, I, I realized and I understand a lot of like the anxiety, the sadness that I was feeling growing up was a lot of things that I took on from other people. Yeah. Like a lot of behaviors, a lot of patterns, a lot of emotions from people around me. And it all makes sense now looking back, but what really catalyzed this journey for me beyond starting to just buy angel card decks and all this, just because I was fascinated <laughs> with that was what really propelled me on this spiritual journey was actually because my love life love life was a freaking hot mess mm -hmm. and i i found myself attracting or not attracting um 
emotionally available men. Like I, I found myself in all these unhealthy dating patterns. Never. I was always the single girl. I was never the one that was attracting men. It's like, what the heck? I'm a catch. Like I had a career going for myself. I, I felt pretty confident in who I was, but I just couldn't figure out that area of my life. And so that left me feeling like I must be not enough. I must be not enough. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And there was one moment when um, once one particular man that I was kind of like on and off seeing, I had seen him out with another woman one night when he invited me to go meet him out at the bar, you know, drunk shenanigans back in the day. And, <laughs> and so when I saw him with another, leaving with another woman, I literally was like, screw this. I'm not, I'm, I'm done with this pattern. I don't care what it takes. Like I am done. I am done putting up with this kind of stuff. I'm done accepting breadcrumbs. I'm done. And I grabbed like all the self-love books I could find and connection to the divine. Like I just started reading all of these books because I felt like I was just seeking more. I was done with my shit. I was done accepting less. And I was ready to take personal responsibility in this area. And everything opened up after that point. It was the thing. It was the catalyst for my deepest expansion. It was the catalyst for my awakening in so many ways. And there are other things too that led and guided me to that point. I think there's just an inner knowing, you know, there's just a part of you that's going to draw you to that no matter what. But so that was really one of the biggest catalysts for my journey. And from there, I had such a massive awakening at that point that I started writing a spiritual blog. And this was back in like 2013. No one was doing this. I was like the only person in Tampa, Florida, I was living at the time. No one was into this stuff. Like I had <laughs> one friend I met after I started. So like, this is like, this is when, you know, it's just spirit pulling you. I did, there was no one in this work like it is today. Yeah. And so it was just wild when all of that started happening. But from there, people started asking how they could work with me. And now I train spiritual coaches <laughs> and have a multiple six-figure business doing what I love. I was in corporate America for seven years, climbing the ladder to management, you know, gave that up to follow my passions. But that's, there's so much more to the story, but that's like a, a, a quick brief overview of what really catalyzed it. Yeah. yeah. And thank you so much for sharing that because I feel like a lot of people, especially because of last year, they really found themselves in a position. I'm not surprised that your story is all about communication and relationships because that's something people are really having to dive into, right? So we have, you know, money, we need money to fuel our world and pay for our bills and things like that. But a lot of people are really starting to realize that as much as they need money to live, the actual thing that blocks them in most areas is the communication and is the relationships and is what are people going to think of me if I start doing this or pursuing this or, you know, yeah. my mom is so religious and she can't even wrap her head around this. I would not be welcomed in the house for Christmas dinner and, and things like that. And then, but there's this pull and there's this guide and there's this like these words that repeat over and over and over in your head, like this voice and you can't get rid of it. And it's like, well, I got to start reading the books, but I'm going to do it like under the sheets at night, even though nobody else. Is <laughs> <in the house. laughs> so yeah. 
I really love that there was a deep level of self accountability, but most importantly, this, you just continuing to follow the nudges and to follow yes. breadcrumbs in a completely different direction where we always have that, right? We always have that breadcrumb path that's leading us to somewhere bigger. And at some point, the loaf of bread may not actually be the thing we achieve in our physical reality, but you know, as long as you're willing to follow it and you do it with good intentions and you do it with this, um, this level of responsibility and just really finding who you are along the way. You realize that the loaf of bread is actually in every crumb that you're finding and every crumb you're picking up. And it's not so much yes. about like it's the million dollars in a year or it's the mansion in, you know, five years. It's like, no, it's actually in every single moment that you choose you over someone who's not prioritizing you because that is our responsibility is to start learning to prioritize ourselves. And it's been given such a bad name, like, oh, you know, they're narcissistic or, you know, they only put themselves first. And especially for moms who, you know, have their children to put first, it's like, oh my gosh, well, you know, their, their meals and their time. And, and I want to spend all the time with them, but it's like, what if you're a better role model putting aside an hour for you? And I really love that it's come down to us starting to learn that the importance is our communication. And I would really love to hear from you what that experience has looked like, either from yourself or from some of the things that your clients work through when it comes to really taking responsibility and leaning into finding deeper levels of communication with self. Yeah. Well, I feel like the first step to having beautiful communication with yourself is getting honest with yourself about what it is that really is calling you because there are so many of you listening to this call right now and you or this podcast right now and you're being called you are being called by the divine you are being called I have chills you're being called by your soul like stepping onto this path is a calling and it's a divine appointment because there's an, a part of your soul that knew you'd come into this reality. There's a part of you, a bigger part, a really big part of you that knew you would do this in this lifetime. And it's actually not an option. It's a requirement. And so it's a must to follow the nudges, the breadcrumbs, like you mentioned, every step along the way and get really honest with yourself about how you're feeling and get really bold in the steps that you're taking. Even if it seems small, like one step in front of the, from in front of the next, like if it scares you, right, is going to lead you into the most magical life you could have ever anticipated. Because I would have no idea. I would have had absolutely no idea. This was not my plan in life. No one was doing coaching back then. No one was like, I, like, I feel like I was one of the OGs. Like there was other people out there like Tony Robbins and things, but no one online was doing this back in 2013, 14. Like this has blown up so much now. And so none of it made sense to me. Like none of it made any sense. Like, I'm like, what the F is a life coach? Like, I don't know what this is, you know? Um, but I kept feeling the call, share, share your voice. And I actually, when I first started writing my blog, I hid it from the world, most of the world for the first six months to a year. I didn't put my face on it. I didn't put it out there on my social media or anything like that. And finally, long story short, I even quit the blog at one point. My friend was my one, my one, my friend, my mom, and like some randoms were the ones following it. My friend was like, why'd you quit it? Like, it was so good. 
And so I had this nagging feeling like I needed to just start writing again, start mm-hmm. writing again, again, having no idea it would lead me to now building what I've built today. And so I, I put it out there and I got really bold and I said, you know what? Screw it. I don't care what anyone thinks of me. This work is going to help somebody. This post is going to help somebody. This message is going to help somebody. That's my intention. And if people want to judge me for it, screw it. Like this feels so nagging. Like I I just must do this. And so I remember putting it on my Facebook. Like I started a blog again. I think I put like the second post that I wrote from the restart of it onto my personal Facebook page. And I pretty much announced that this is, I'm right. I have a blog and this is what I'm writing about. And I had all these comments, positive feedback and positive comments about the work. And I remember writing about like how your beliefs create your reality and want a post about angels. Cause I've always been so fascinated with that as well. And yeah, I had great feedback from it. And I think it was just because I, I owned the importance of it because I had had such a radical transformation myself that it was time for me to do it. Was it scary? Oh my gosh. It was so scary. All the fears come up around being judged. All the fears is like, what is this girl from my sixth grade Spanish class going to think of me? Like, what is my sorority sisters going to think of me? They're all going to judge me. They're all going to think I'm weird. Like, but I couldn't, like I, the pull was too strong for me to not do it anymore. It was getting more uncomfortable for me to not follow it. And when you don't listen to the nudges, when you don't listen to the nags, when you don't listen to those feelings inside of you, like spirit's going to drag you, your soul's going to drag you and eventually it's going to get really uncomfortable. Yeah. So now really is the time for you to follow those steps, especially when they're uncomfortable, but that deeper part of you knows that you must. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I feel like in a way our, our stories are very similar um, because I was that person who was very shy, very quiet. You know, there'd be times when I'd be very outspoken if I was drinking um, and I was never one shy <laughs> away from a challenge. But like outside of that, I was always the one who would just witness and observe everyone and just kind of see what they're doing and how they're doing it and then adjust to that. So I was like, oh, well, now I'm just yeah. like somebody else. And um, uh uh-huh very similar. When I started taking the course to learn how to become a psychic medium, it was by no intention of mine to even tell anybody I was doing that. And yeah, because one of the trainings was literally practicing and I was determined and dedicated to learn how to do it for myself, most importantly, because I wanted to communicate with my aunt who had passed. People started saying, oh, like, I really love what you're doing. And this really resonates with me. And I started getting people sending me e-transfers just because they loved my reading. And I was like, well, wait, what's going on here? And actually, funny enough, um, yesterday, I had a guy who I went to school with in high school reach out to me saying, hey, I've been following you for the past year or so. And a lot of what you're sharing really resonates. And a video you made at the first of the month is a lot of what I'm going through right now. And I'd really love to talk to you about it if you're open or what that would look like. And this person is not someone that you would have expected to ever lean into anything that I'm talking about, let alone actually reach out to me. So when you talked about, you know, if this helps even one person, then I'm in. And that was my mission from the beginning. If I can help one person every day, whether they tell me or not, that's what I'm here to do. And so it was 
I just had a full circle moment when you shared that because I was like, yeah, that's that's how it works. You just you never know who yeah. you're going to influence or who you're going to help, and you don't need to. It's it's following those nudges and those pulls, which is so powerful to us. Um, yeah, I love that, and it's like every step is leading you to yeah. something, even if it doesn't look like it makes sense. So even that first step of just putting yourself out there, that first step, like you did take the psychic medium course. The first step for me was write the blog post. All of that is, has look where it's led you Riley and look where it's led me now. Yeah. And so we could never even imagine fathom or create it with our logical linear minds, no. but there's something that's so much bigger and, and just so much more expansive that's available to you when you follow that. It's like the nudges are coming from your heart. They're coming from your soul. Yeah. Like that's the portal to your purpose is yeah. following, oh. following those things. Absolutely. Yeah. What I think is so fascinating too, is all the things that I've manifested thus far in my life are never things that I would have put on a vision board five years ago, but are more than mm. what I could have ever imagined having right now. Like they're better than perfect. So it's interesting mm -hmm. when we that. set, yeah, it's so interesting when we set like the intentions or make the vision boards or, you know, create the, the thing that we're striving for. And I feel like those things are very important, but not to get caught up in them because you're actually probably going to get something even better that you didn't realize that you, um, you needed more, or that was just so much was just meant for you in such a bigger way, which is super powerful. Um, Spirit. Um, Spirit wants to talk about the, the process of the awakening. So the uncomfortable channels and moments and days and sometimes even months, especially as we ascend into, I want to try and keep this a little bit more basic um, because there are a lot of people who are just like really stepping into this that listen to this channel. And I know we can go so cosmic on this. <laughs> <laughs> very yes, very quickly <laughs> um, yes. so let's start with the emotions let's start with just like talking about that experience of okay i've dipped my toes in the water i'm starting to you know create a routine around meditation and i have this curiosity in this poll to learn about something to do with energy and then all of a sudden i get hit with this big responsibility or this thing that I've been avoiding that I still don't want to deal with, but it's just like a pulsating wah, 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 and I know I can't <laughs> avoid it anymore. <laughs> what has an experience like been like, how do I want to that? What's an experience that you've had that's been like that? And what are some of the ways that you've navigated it or um, moved through it? Yeah. So you mean like if something comes up that you need to look at, like maybe yeah. perhaps with your self-worth or something from your past that needs to be healed, something that comes up yeah. that you feel is like preventing you from moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is the way through. What comes up is the way through. So the emotions, the trigger, the thing you need to look at is the way through. And until you get bold enough to sit down and to feel what's coming up with it, until you get bold enough to get right in the middle of it, then you will remain where you are at. And so for me now, I just, because I've been doing this work for so long and just getting, it's like locked in to my, my, my subconscious now, because I train people on this too. So it's like, it's an instant response. Like when something comes up for me, I'm like, okay, we got to sit down and we got to take a look at this. 
or we have to um, let ourselves actually understand why this is coming up. Because in truth, like we, we actually aren't our human story. We are, but we're more than these physical bodies. You know, we're soul having a human experience. And so once the awareness switch comes on, like, oh my gosh, I am powerful. Oh my gosh, I create my own reality. Oh my gosh, I can have anything that I desire in my life. Oh my gosh, I came here to, to share a deeper message, bigger message and help change the planet, right? There becomes a moment where we start to undo and untangle ourselves from the human story we've lived up till this point. A lot of fears, beliefs, pain are patterns that we've learned as a child, things that we've learned growing up, things we've taken on from our parents, things that we've, and, and we create just so much um, meaning when things happen to us. It's like, oh, this thing happened. So it means that I'm not worthy, right? This thing happened. So it means that I'm going to be stuck here forever, like in money patterns or in the wrong relationships or whatever that is. But we can literally dismantle, shatter any template we've been living in and step into something new. So there becomes, when you're awakening to a higher version of you, a real like letting go of, of, of an identity almost in order to, to step forward. So when stuff comes up for me, my, my first thing that I do is I take a step outside of the scenario and I look at, I witness it instead of be in the middle of like the story or believing the story. Right. So it's like, okay, maybe this pain happened to me. Maybe I'm feeling not enough or a lot of self-doubt in this moment, but this is just my human self having this self-doubt. Yeah. right? This is what's coming up. And I celebrate in that moment. I'm like, yes, this is what's coming up to clear. Yes. This is what's coming up to be let go of right now. Yes. This is the thing that I'm being invited by my soul and the divine to face. So I can free myself of this and stop experiencing this in my life. Mm. Like this is the moment, baby, like get excited. Like, yes, this is being shown to me. So we have an opportunity to choose that though. It's a conscious decision. You have to consciously decide in that moment when things come up for you that you are going to transcend them in that moment. Like that's where the undoing starts to come. So I get excited. I'm like, okay, cool. There's an aspect of me who still doesn't feel worthy or there's an aspect of me who's scared of being seen. There's an aspect of me. So this is now my opportunity to alchemize that, to transmute it. And so with that being said, as you're witnessing it, you give yourself permission to feel what's coming up. But the difference is, is when you let yourself feel it, you're not grabbing a hold of it. You're just letting it vibrate through you, letting it move through you while you're witnessing that. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, that does. would be like the first step of it. And it's like, I always ask myself this after, who am I on the other side of this? Mm. When I, as I choose to move through this and let go of this, who am I without this fear? Who am I without this narrative? Who am I without this belief system? Who am I? And that version of me, how is she going to proceed now moving forward? And so at the time it's like, well, I'm not going to accept relationships anymore like this. Like I'm not going to go text, like on a practical level, I'm not going to text that person back. If I was loving myself, I wouldn't be accepting that kind of relationship. Mm -hmm. If I was loving myself, I wouldn't be chasing after a man. If I was loving myself, I would not be accepting less salary in a job because that's not what my soul is wanting me to move forward into. Right. I was loving myself. I'd be bold enough to put my work out there. Right. So it's like you without the self-doubt, you without the fear, what is that version of you doing? You have to start stepping into it. 
I had to take notes while you were talking about this because that <laughs> <laughs> that is so powerful for people to hear is that it's it's not really actually talked about a lot and that's why I love the work that you do so much is because you do talk about this often is it's not just about going through it and detaching from the feeling or the experience that's coming up and, and sitting with it and processing it it's also about taking that extra step of recognizing like who you are are who you are on the other side of it too we don't have to go through it sit in it stew in it without a guided direction to the other side and that's yes something that you talk about so often and having been in some of your programs, that was probably one of the biggest catalysts in, in my transformations and growth is taking what's coming up and not only just applying the tools to detach and to witness and to observe and to move it, but to also help myself recognize who I'm stepping into on the other side of that. So that was a really powerful thing that you just shared. And I wanted to come back and talk about it again so that um, if anyone's like listening to this on uh, just as they're driving or whatever that is, and they're not like really listening, that they do hear this again on repeat. Because as we go through this ascension process, it is about processing. It is about activation. Yeah. It is about facing the uncomfortable things, but it's also about creating, co-creating who you're going to be on the other side. And we can make it the vision board with the money and the goals and the job and the house and the family and the things. But if you don't understand the identity of who that person is that experienced that, then you do just continue to repeat these cycles of, okay, well, I'm not available for this. So I'm going to detach from it and I'm going to think my way through it, or I'm going to go for a walk and that should do the trick. But it's like, but who are you on the other side of it? What are you stepping mm -hmm. into? And that's so potent for people to even write down. I'm going to invite you to take a moment if you're not driving to write that down. Who are you on the other side of the experience that you're having right now? Whether that's the difficult conversation with your spouse or stepping out into your life or owning your worth or sharing your message and your mission, because it's so much more than who you are right now. Like who I operate from is, is in this present moment, but is actually myself five years in the future. So I'm co-creating with her constantly. And I don't know what the steps are in between, but I always come back to what you shared. I think it was in the Soul Coach Yourself program where I was um, introduced with that idea. And I always ask myself, well, who am I on the other side of this? Because I don't know all the steps when I'm like, in five years, I'll be here. Well, there's not like a, a library you go to or a checkout where you get the map of <laughs> how to go there and what that looks like and who yeah. you are and all the things. That's for your soul to unleash to you. And it's that willingness and determination to continue to go through it and process it. That is that is the only motivation and determination you really need. Yes, totally. And there's so many just different timelines too and total many different iterations, right? It's like that you five years from now. So you get to, just for anyone listening to this too, it's like you get to decide right now and, and definitely invite who your soul wants to show you, you, you can be, you can be in five years, but knowing that like, there's also just so many infinite possibilities. So it's like, also I could just see people's minds being like, well, how do I, how do I know if I'm connecting to that future version of me? Or what if I can't see it? It's also okay to just dream big and create that too. 
if you feel like you're not getting visions yet or anything like that, it's like create that because there's just infinite possibilities for what you can step forward and be. And it's probably going to be so different than what you think anyways. Yeah. You know, it's like where I am today is so different than where I would have thought I would be five years ago. Yeah. And so it's like bigger and better than we could have ever imagined um, because it, your soul will always bridge you into something that's bigger and better if that's your intention too. Um, so I love that. I love that you shared that. And it is powerful because here's the thing is, um, I mean, there's so many different spiritual teachings and things out there. And it's so important that we feel again, and we, and we not avoid pain or how like, that's a part of the growth process is being willing to look at all of the pain as well. But for me, it's always been, okay, sit in it, process it. And then we got to get up and keep going. And so many people just keep sitting in it and they don't have the right tools to be able to learn how to actually process it and then continue to move forward from that space and choose something different, you know? Um, So, but yeah, it's definitely not all roses and daisies on this journey. Even though I talk a lot about the really high, I, I will tell you it's, but it's also not all muddy either it's really high and it's really expansive and it's really beautiful and it's really euphoric and it's really emotional in the best way. Like I have felt some of the highest energies and frequencies that I've ever felt in my life from doing this work and opening. And so the contrast too is, is important because I wouldn't be able to feel that the, the capacity that I feel on a high level without also allowing myself to feel the sadness and feel the anger and feel the frustration and feel those other things because I just always see it as whatever's coming up is coming up to clear so that I can be expanded even bigger into the emotions I desire to feel, you know, and it's like we get cleansed, we get cleansed and old parts of ourselves almost get, they always say excavated, excavated from your system, you know, and, and moved out of your system, like old pain, old trauma, old wounds, old beliefs, old energies, so that you can hold more light in your body, in your human body. Yeah, It's like old density, just leaving. So when those emotions come up, you're tired, you need to rest more. Those are some symptoms that can happen too during the ascension process and different sensations your body feels like honor it. It doesn't mean you're, you're manifesting madness in your life. You know, it's like, it's doesn't mean that at all. It means that actually it's going to help you to stretch even bigger when you let yourself feel. Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, perfect segue to my last question, but I wanted to share a quick yeah. example of exactly what you're talking about. So for the past, like probably two weeks, I've had a lot of density in my system and I've been told like, slow down, slow down. So I started opening up my calendar a little bit more. So I had the space, but I still wasn't slowing down. I was taking all that extra time to plug away at meaningless tasks that I have a VA to do these types of things for me. And I'm like in, in my head so much and not honoring the actual space that I'm feeling called until yesterday, I had such a crippling headache and pain down my spine where I was like, okay, I can't even look at a screen. Like I couldn't look at my phone hardly. I couldn't look at the computer. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to take the day. We also had a big change in atmospheric pressure yesterday. It was like really hot the day before and then like minus 15 yesterday. So it was a big shift. So instead of trying to do all these things that I was doing, I sat back 
I even went outside to go and be with the energy that had shifted my energy. And I just alchemized myself with all of it. And I spent the entire day laying down, doing nothing, um, eating as much pasta as possible because it's all that my body wanted. And so very similar to your story, like just what can I get in me to ground me right now? It was so funny. Yes. Oh my gosh. And that is wild. had so many breakthroughs in, in like 12 hours by just honoring the energy, feeding my body what it wanted, taking the time to sit outside and connect, or in this case, disconnect. I channeled a whole new program that I've been waiting for clarity on. I money that I wasn't expecting to make. I had the best day with my kids and my husband. And it's just so important that when we feel all that contraction and that density start to come up, that instead of in the old programming, trying to fight our way through it or journal it out or, you know, go and take an action to make it go away to exactly what you said, sit and feel your way through it because it just wants to be loved. It just wants to be seen. It just wants to know that you acknowledge it and you know, it's there and you're no longer fighting anymore. And it's honestly, it's like those beautiful bouts of light that peek through the clouds on the stormiest of days. And then it just gets brighter and brighter and brighter and it clears all the density away. Yes. That's so lovely when you're talking about that. I'm like, yes, I could feel it. And so something I'll, I'll even add to that for people that you said is like loving, really like loving on yourself when you're feeling that way. This could be like a whole nother episode in itself. Yeah. <laughs> is the heart, is the power of the heart. You know, I teach this a lot. It's that they always tell me, my team, my guides tell me that healing, true healing can only happen in the heart. Yeah. And so if you just take time when those emotions, those feelings are coming up, you're tired, give yourself a break. You don't always have to be running forward, sprinting forward as fast as you can. There's so much power in the pause. And when you're taking that pause to love on yourself, like that's it. Like hold yourself, love yourself, tell yourself it's okay. Mother yourself, father yourself. There's so much energy moving out of my throat as I'm saying this. Smother yourself in so much love. And a lot of times when I'm feeling something, I can just sit and give myself like true love, even get in front of a mirror. Like when I'm feeling like crap one day, yeah. be like, girl, I love you. You're doing incredible. Like, I love you. You're so beautiful. And just like, look at yourself in the eyes and give yourself so much love. That's one of the quickest way to heal and move the density even out of your body. I mean, there's so many ways, but the true healing, the true alchemization of, of pain and sadness and all of that is love. Yeah. The heart. Mm -hmm. My last question was going to be, what are some of the things that you feel or would recommend for people who are sitting in the density or contraction right now? And you literally read my mind when you (laughs) added to that. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Just for me, it's always been pour love on it, pour lots of love on it. Do something to nurture yourself, to love yourself. We, I've truly learned this. I can't sh- fully show up for other people or be the best coach that I want to be and desire to be um, dog mom to my little wiener dog. <laughs> I can't be, I can't show up and give love to anyone if I can't give it to myself. Truly, it's like, because I've really learned, even in the last year, like so my heart has busted open even at its next level for myself, for others. It's 
and there's so much more power every time we continue to open our hearts. Everyone can feel it and it's just a beautiful, beautiful energy. And so for me, it's like part of being an illuminated woman, we feel all the things, but we love hard. We love ourselves hard. We love our clients hard. We love others hard and hard in a good way, you know, a lot. (laughs) Um, So the, the love piece, huge. And then some other ways is obviously just be intuitive with yourself too, because it's going to look different for every single person. So when you're feeling off, ask your heart, close your eyes. What do I need right now? What do I need? And you might be shown fresh air. You might need to get outside and take some breaths in or move your body or dance. Some of you might like last night in the middle of the night, I was telling Riley this. I'm like, the energy has been so wild lately. Last night I went to bed, I felt so much light coming in my body, like so much high, high, high energy. I felt like I was going to fly out of my body. And so I was like, I got to eat something. I got to ground in my body right now. And I got out of bed at like 11.30 PM. I usually go to bed at like 10 or sometimes even before lately. And I ate a ton of mashed potatoes, um, Brussels sprouts, an apple, some chocolate, like anything I could find. I'm like, I was like starving and had to eat something just to ground, you know? So it sounds weird. sounds crazy to get out of bed to do that, but I felt so much better after. So listen to your intuition telling you whatever you need in that moment. And you're not going crazy. Trust me. I've had all these weird body sensations, palpitations, <laughs> sensations in my third eye, my ears, like down my spine. Like people probably think I'm crazy at this point. Cause I'm like, I feel them working on my body, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm sure you can relate to that. So oh, yeah, those are some other things that can help. It's so yeah. <laughs> what, okay. Two things before we close this out. Um, it's so funny when you were saying that, because I was writing the copy for my new program last night. And one of the things was like painting the picture of, um, people who are trying to connect with their intuition, but they feel they don't know how they're doing it or what's wrong with them or, or like what they're really leaning into. And the message was about, you know, you wake up in the morning to go get your coffee you're used to, but you know, your body wants water. And so you, you say tomorrow, and then you go to sit down in your meditation practice and you settle in and you, your guides come in and you're like, okay, what do we need to know today? And they show you a big tree and you're like, okay, but what do we need to know today? And then they show you like the stroll in the forest you took last summer. And they're like, okay, this isn't working. And they get up and they do the same things that they do every day. And it's like, the message was in the trees. It was in that fresh air. It was in the water. It was in the taking the time mm. for yourself. So when you're like, listen to your body when it wants fresh air, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So funny. Cause it's true. I know. It's, and we, we know we do this. We do this as human. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it can be, it sounds so simple. It's like, we want actually a complex answer. We yeah. wanted something more complex Yeah. than exactly. just get outside. Yeah. But there's so much potency in that too. Being Beautiful. With elements. I love that so much. The elements will heal your soul. Mm. Well, yes. Amanda, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Um, for everyone who is listening, we would love and appreciate if you can go ahead and screenshot this and tag us at the Amanda Merritt and at Riley June yeah. with your best takeaway and maybe even something that you're working through right now. I know we would both love to support you on that. And Amanda, I would love for you to share with them all the things that they can come and hang out with you and join, um, join you on right now that you have offering. Yeah. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram 
at the Amanda Merritt. Would definitely love if you tag us. Let us know if you enjoyed this episode and love what you loved about it. Um, that would be so awesome. I love connecting with with everyone. So feel free to shoot me a DM too. And I also have a free sole purpose toolbox available on my website at amandamerit.com. So check it out. If I can support you, there's literally like five or six gifts in there and there's things, it's completely free. So there's that in there too. And if you want to become a coach, my next group is going to be starting in the summer, likely in June. Um, so I'm already taking applications for that. And yeah, I'm here to support you in any way that I can on your ascension journey and your leadership journey. And I'm just grateful for people like Riley who are showing up and doing this work because Riley is definitely a very powerful soul. And so I'm grateful to be included on your podcast. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And I know I speak for everyone when I say that you are just such a magical being. Isn't Amanda so magnetic? I just love her and her work so much in this world and I truly hope that you enjoyed that as much as we did hanging out with you guys and recording that. I want to take a moment to just invite you to really sit and reflect on who it is that you're becoming on the other side of this journey and if you don't feel equipped. Now this isn't a message about if you're feeling inadequate you need this program. This is a reflective question for you to really just sit with. If you are feeling unequipped to go through this experience or you are feeling like you are pulling teeth or clawing at the ground to try and move yourself forward, then really ask yourself, are you fully embodying and embracing who you are desiring and designing yourself to be? And if you haven't really sat and thought about that, that this is the perfect opportunity to even go back to the beginning of this part four episode and listen to it and take notes take yourself so seriously that no matter where you are no matter how you're investing in yourself even if you've just gotten started that you are taking this experience seriously and of course play with it we get to have that balance of flow and love and grace and gratitude and play in all of it. And if you are looking for more support and if you are desiring to learn how to tap into your gifts on a deeper level and to really embody that version of you that you are embracing and stepping into for yourself, then come and join us in the Ascension program. We begin on April 12th and I cannot wait for this four-week immersion journey to unravel you in so many beautiful divine ways and to feel and be and experience and understand that you are truly divinely supported along the way. Hey, before you go, I wanted to take a moment to just thank you so much for tuning in with me each and every week. If you weren't already aware, new episodes drop on Mondays. If you could please be so kind as to screenshot this episode, tag me on Instagram at Riley June with your biggest takeaway, or if you know someone who could really use the insight and guidance provided to you in this session today, I would love for you to go ahead and share this directly to them. I look forward to continuing to bring you insight, guidance, and self-mastery activation tools that you can implement into your life now to truly evolve and become the divine expander that you are. All right, I cannot wait to chat with you soon. And remember, don't forget to go and find the magic in today.